We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. They call you the grill master. You've seared the thickest porterhouse in the butcher shop. And as you lift that first forkful to your mouth, you savor the moment. To get amazing offers during the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, like the 2019 C-Class Sedan and GLC SUV, the perfect recipes of driving performance. Plus, you can enjoy six months of Sirius XM All Access included. The Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, now serving limited-time offers on a select lineup of vehicles. Offers end September 3rd. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Hey everyone, this is Dave Cabin. You're listening to the RotoViz Highlight Reel brought to you by Draft. On the Highlight Reel, we feature the top articles on RotoViz.com and get an extended insight into the writer's process and findings. For those of you who don't know, RotoViz is a sports data and analytics site that publishes over 1,000 articles per year and has a suite of more than 20 proprietary apps. Go to RotoViz.com to check out the site. Today, I'm very excited because we're going to be doing something a little bit different, which is talking about fantasy basketball, something we have yet to do on the highlight reel. And I'm really excited to be joined by Sean Kane, who's writing two articles uh, for RotoViz related to fantasy basketball. Uh, welcome to the show, Sean. Yeah, thank you for having me, Dave. This is this is really fun. Yeah, we're excited to uh, get into some fantasy basketball talk. Uh, you know, the fantasy football season, unfortunately for some of us, is winding down, and I think it's time that we kind of turn our direction uh, to the next challenge, uh, which for many of us could be fantasy basketball. So can you just kind of give us an overview of what uh, your articles are all about, what they're focusing on, and then maybe we'll get into some just general fantasy NBA after that? Yeah, so um, on Rotoviz, some Subscribers of premium uh, NBA DFS content can um, regularly find a, a column 
every day for every slate that there is. Um, and we, you know, that's the beauty of NBA DFS is there's a, there's a slate every single day. So if you're really, if you're really itching for, for some more action in the middle of the week, uh, before NFL, that's, that's kind of usually how people fall into it. Um, but there's a, there's a slate there, excuse me, there's an article every single day from Rotoviz contributors called the, the plays of the day, which basically is a positional breakdown on a daily basis, uh, from an analysis of, from the, you know, the team of guys that work there in the NBA DFS, um, section of Rotoviz. And, um, you know, we go positionally, uh, through point guard, shooting guard, small forward, all that kind of thing and talk about, you know, what, how this late is shaking out. You know, a lot of what NBA DFS has to do with is, is daily values, rotations, underpriced guys, overpriced guys, matchups. And so narrowing down a really large player pool, like, uh, tonight you had 10, uh, 10 games, you know, so 20 NBA teams in action. You have a ton of players to choose from. So, uh, an article like Plays of the Day is a really good starting place for a lot of people to get a sense of, you know, what some of the core plays are uh, yeah. for their for their DFS lineups that night. Yeah, it definitely seems like there is a whole lot of research that can be done, especially, uh, you know, just with the sheer volume of games that you have and the fact that every day you're going to have action that you can get in on, um, which is why... If you are intimidated by it, you don't need to be. Go to Rotoviz. As Sean said, we have articles coming out every day for NBA. Sign up. Um, the subscription, I believe it's $5 right now for NBA. Is that correct? Yeah, I think you can uh, you know, go for a larger or wider range yep. of, of subscriptions. But yeah, I know that there is a, a $5 price point, and uh, that's a pretty good entry level to see how you feel about, about NBA. Um you know, and, and give it a sh- give it a shot because it, it is it is fun. And a lot of people are you know new to it. They transition over to uh, from NFL over to to NBA. So, yeah, I mean, I, I um, in getting ready to talk to you tonight, did some uh, quick research and I'd, I'd played a little bit of fantasy basketball years ago. But just looking at the DFS side of things, it just looks like so much fun. Um, so for, for those of us like myself that haven't played a whole lot of fantasy basketball, can you just give us a quick overview of how it works from a DFS perspective, you know, what the scoring is and what the lineups look like? Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it varies slightly from, from DK, uh, to, to, to FanDuel. So there is some intricacies from, you know, slate to slate, you know, um, in the same way that you have different scoring, um, you know, in, in football versus PPR, you know, full point PPR, different pricing tiers and different. It, it is it is it's different from from DraftKings to FanDuel. And on, on FanDuel, what you have is you have, you know, two point guards, two shooting guards, two small forwards, two power forwards and then a single center. Hmm. And, um, you know, so everyone has single position eligibility. Um, and so you have very specific guys who fall into categories. You know, they play the one, the two, the three, the four. And the five and and um, the one thing that's unique about FanDuel scoring is is there are no bonuses on DraftKings. You will get a bonus for for um, double doubles, triple doubles, uh, as well as there's a three point bonus. So three pointers are worth more than just the raw three points on FanDuel. They're just worth the raw three points. The one thing that is kind of interesting, FanDuel introduced in 2017 season was that blocks and steals are now worth um, an additional point. So uh, you have blocks and steals on on FanDuel are now worth three points each. So you kind of had to change your strategy going into 2017 when you're playing on FanDuel. 
um, to accommodate for that. You know, whereas on DraftKings, the scoring system maintained, it was, it, it's the same system that they had in 2016, 2017, and you have core positional plays, five core positional plays, and then you have kind of three utility guys. You have a guard position, you have a forward position, and then just a utility position, and, um, you have multi-position eligibility for multiple guys. So let's say a player like Anthony Davis, for example, he can qualify for a forward spot or a center spot, which kind of makes your roster construction a little bit unique. So if you have a particular slate where there's a lot of point guards that you're interested in playing, you can play uh, multiple point guards across the positions. You're not just boxed into the two point guards like you are in FanDuel. Um, so, you know, it's it, it's a different game on both slates, uh, or excuse me, on both sites, Obviously, people have their their preference, um, but I think you know I, I play on both. I think it's I think it's it's a it's a fun format on both, uh, and because of the consistent action, you can really try to exploit pricing discrepancies between the two sites and um, create a player pool that way. That's one of the useful ways to do it. Um, you know, just as far as strategy goes, Dave, I don't know if you wanted me to talk about how you approach a, a slate on a daily basis at all. Um, oh, yeah, ab- absolutely. I, I would love to hear about this. Yeah, so so on Monday Mondays, uh, Mondays you get a big slate. And actually, I write, a, I write another column for Rotoviz on Mondays called just Slate Strategy, um, where what I try to do is not narrow necessarily narrow down um, – a player pool, but I try to narrow down my focus on certain games that I'm focused on, um, for for a couple based on a couple of the different things. So the first thing is obviously uh, Vegas. Like like everything in DFS, you're looking at Vegas first, um, and Vegas is going to bake in a couple things that you're also going to want to pay attention to in NBA DFS, and that's that's pace, the number of possessions teams play per game. Um, you know, you have teams like the San Antonio Spurs, Spurs who are notoriously slow, intensely defensively minded versus a team like the Golden State Warriors, you know, just the fastest team ripping off threes. And, you know, I don't have to tell anybody that you often see, you know, a very different style coached by Steve Kerr versus Greg Popovich. People know right. that you watch one game and you see that. Right. Yep. Um, but the metrics tell us exactly how much, you know, of a different pace differential teams are going to get, how fast, how many possessions are probably going to be played in a daily basis. Vegas bakes that kind of stuff in, but if you get interested in that, that's a good place to look, as well as just advanced metrics like offensive rating and defensive rating. How many how many points are these teams scoring on a regular basis? How many points are they allowing on a regular basis? How efficient are they with their possessions? Um, so those are just some kind of high-level stuff you can use to narrow down games. And every night, you know, you have basketball games that really, for, from a fantasy perspective, are kind of irrelevant. You kind of wash your hands with them and you say, ah, I don't know. You know, that doesn't really interest me. Um, you know, that game, it, it, and so you focus yourself on high total games, high pace games, where there's going to be a lot of scoring. Um, and you try to exploit pricing, pricing inefficiencies as far as, you know, matchups are concerned. So plus matchups for teams that are, you know, not priced, uh, appropriately, that kind of thing. So that's kind of the starting point. I get into some of that stuff on my Monday column on slate strategy. So if you're looking on uh, Rotoviz, look for that one. I think it's a it's a useful piece. Yeah, I think that is definitely something that will help people just kind of wrap their head around what's going on. And that's kind of different than with football, um, where I think you're generally looking at all games as you know a possibility of right. having players in them that you'll use. So that's an interesting little wrinkle to this. So when you're doing your research, I know you mentioned uh, some of the things that you look at, but I believe that on the site we have some tools that you're probably using to uh, assist with your research. Sure. Yeah, definitely. So there's, the, I mean, the, 
the the core tool is is make like rid of his subs know uh the splits app i mean the splits app is 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 massive and and what you have the ability to do with the NBA splits app on, on Rotoviz is, is pretty unique. You can search, you know, uh, history, game logs, how players have performed against certain teams in certain matchups. Um, you know, whether it's coming off of a back to back, uh, situation, which is unique in the NBA because you play so frequently, um, that you have, you know, uh, teams coming off of rest, teams coming off of multiple game stretches, you know, um, and, or, or what a play, how a player performs in pace up situations versus how a player performs in slow games. There are certain, certain players that, you know, you, you want to target in certain situations and you want to avoid in other ones. Um, you know, Giannis Anacumpo is a, in a great example. Like he is a guy who thrives in a high pace game with a team that's going to let him run up and down the floor. Whereas if you get him in a sticky half court situation, he's probably not going to have a ceiling opportunity because you know you're going to want him running running rim to rim, creating turnovers, running in the open court, throwing down dunks, um, you know, and and those kinds of situations you can inspect and investigate and say you know okay how does how does this guy do in a certain situation? So the splits app is is really kind of a core piece of of research to kind of investigate how, how players have fared in the past. Yeah, this, just listening to the research that can go on here and how you look at these things, this is getting me excited um, about trying to get into uh, this game myself. Uh, it just seems like there's a lot of cool wrinkles that you can check out and so much research to dig into. And you kind oh, yeah. of touched upon this, but so are there certain players that are just you know consistently dominating that you're always going to want to get into your lineup, or is this really like a week-by-week game type of game? Uh, you know, scenario with these guys. So, you know, like a player like LeBron James, not knowing too much about this is, you know, like, are you always going to want to try to get him in your lineup or is it really more specific than that? Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, it's interesting. So, so on, on, on both, you, you have a level of superstars in the NBA, right? Yeah. Um, you know, LeBron, Kevin Durant, James Harden. Um, and you, you, you have another tier kind of, of, of fantasy superstars. Russell Westbrook is a fantasy superstar. Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins, those guys who just absolutely crush the stat sheet. And so on a nightly basis, you really have to figure out which of those guys, because they're so consistent, they create so much fantasy value, um, and they're such a core part of their team. They use so many possessions. There's an important thing when you're deciding about players you, you focus on called usage rate, which essentially boils down to how many, how many offensive possessions does this player use, whether it be, you know, via shots or shot creation and assists and things like that. Um, so identifying players who are high usage, high efficiency scorers for fantasy situation, that you, you have to, you have to on a nightly basis identify the stud that you need in your lineup. Um, and, and, and who you want to pay up for because at a player that's that high price, just like NFL, just like MLB, anything like that, a high price player has to perform and you're paying for him to perform up to that ceiling level, uh, that you want. Um, whereas, you know, a low price player, you have a little bit more flexibility in his range of outcomes. So that's kind of the first step. Yeah. You want to figure out which studs you want to lock into your lineup and then try to build around based on matchup, Vegas or whatever the case may be. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, and speaking of some of these guys, and uh, what we haven't talked about yet is um, 
The third platform that you can play on is Draft. Uh, We've talked about the Draft app for football, but I actually, to get in the spirit of this podcast, uh, drafted a team in a draft on the app tonight. Why don't you tell me what you think about this? So it's a little bit different, as we've mentioned. There's no salary to it. You're just in a straight-up you know, snake draft. So I have Steph Curry uh, as my guard. Uh, I also have DeRozan as my other guard. My forwards are Paul George, Carl Anthony Towns, and my center is DeMarcus Cousins. Is that a good I, lineup? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you you you've nailed it. I hear a couple names already there that I'm really interested in. DeMarcus Cousins uh, was in a phenomenal matchup here tonight uh, against against the Timberwolves, and you run it back with a guy like Carl Anthony Towns. Um, you know, in NFL, we always like to you know push those high scoring matchups. Yep. Um, you know, and and try to run it back and uh, and create scoring off of each other. Um, so so Boogie is in a is in a phenomenal spot. Demarcus Cousins, Boogie, his nickname. Um, DeRozan was a was a huge a huge. There was a lot of buzz about him uh, because he was going up against a, a Charlotte team that struggles positionally with the shooting guard. Um, it's a position that just Charlotte, um, based on scheme, tends to ignore not ignore but. Um, tends to allow them uh, extra shots because they try to protect the paint. It's kind of Clifford's approach to to ha- to defense. So DeRozan was a name that was getting thrown out there a lot today. Um, of course, uh, you mentioned Steph Curry, right? Yep. You can't go wrong with Chef. I mean, especially in a matchup against the Lakers. Um, you know, Lakers are a notoriously fast-paced team. They're going to get a ton of possessions. That was the highest total on the slate tonight. Was was Golden State versus. Uh, the Warriors, the one risky run with the Warriors is if the Warriors show up and start to shoot the lights out, uh, Steph's not going to really play in the fourth quarter. Right. Uh, and you got to you got to have a baseline of minutes for your players. Uh, but I, I love that line. I think there's a lot of fun guys in there. There's a lot of players that, uh, you know, I was I was talking about and using using today. So um, I, I think I think you're in a good spot. Nice. I love it. And, you know, it was super fun to just get in and do that draft. And as you guys can tell just from listening, this is a smart man that we're talking to. Uh, This is a professional, in my opinion. So I think if you go out, you read Sean's material, you get on that draft app, you're going to have a lot of fun. Um, As we've mentioned, you can go to playdraft.com or you can search draft in your app store. And uh, they'll also, if you use our promo code RV Radio, give you a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit. Just use the promo code RV Radio, search draft in the app store, or go to playdraft.com and play free with promo code RV Radio. So now that we've locked down that uh, I have a exciting lineup for tonight, one of the things that I was wondering about um, in... NFL DFS, there's positions that I like to focus on more. Like to me, I value getting good receivers more than the other positions. Uh, From an NBA perspective uh, and in your articles, are there positions that we're going to focus more on uh, trying to get those players at? Or is it really, uh, you know, player specific when we're looking at uh, NBA DFS? Um, I I think it's it's really it's actually matchup and situationally specific. Um, And so, you know, on a nightly basis. Well, and it also varies platform to platform, right? I mean, on FanDuel, you feel a lot more comfortable paying up for a center and a power forward who's going to create upside via blocks. 
um, whereas you're not rewarded for three pointers. So um, mm-hmm. on a DraftKings, you know, on DraftKings, you, you're going to want a guy who's going to, you know, be drilling threes. So a guy like James Harden is going to probably have a little bit more value on that platform. And those are the kind of intricacies you make, you know, when you're, you know, kind of getting into the nitty gritty and making small decisions. They're not huge overarching decisions. The biggest decision is, is okay, matchup, is he going to be able to exploit this matchup? You know, I mean, are we playing, if you're playing the Suns or the Nets, for example, that's like, this is, this is the Browns, um, and the, uh, I don't know, who else is, who else is absolutely brutal this year? I'm, I have tech, I have the Texans on the mind, my mind right now, cause I was reading. Yeah, Texans, Niners. Yeah, exactly. I think. Exactly. Yeah. But, right? Yep. This is the Browns and the Niners of, of NBA DFS. So like, you want to target the Browns and Niners in, in NFL. You want to target the Suns and the Nets in, in NBA. And so it's matchup specific. A guy that you know you maybe wouldn't play on a regular basis may be uh, in an excellent situation just based on on matchup um, and, and role and injuries. And there's so many injuries in the NBA. It happens so frequently um, mm-hmm. that you really are you really are, are beholden to the news. That's the one of the biggest things that is important about nba dfs is is right up until seven o'clock lock you are waiting for lineups trying to get ideas about um you know who's starting who's sitting all that kind of stuff so that's an important element uh, no doubt about it uh to try and figure out um you know who is who is going to be who is going to be in there and who the value plays are just based on getting extra run getting extra minutes uh in, in the game Absolutely. Uh, so we mentioned some of the big names, some of those superstars, the Durants and the LeBrons of the world. Yeah. Who are some guys that you might have mentioned in your articles that are going to be those lower price type of guys, but, you know, that uh, have been significant contributors from a fantasy perspective that, you know, we might not know of if we're a casual NBA fan? Um, I, you know, the first guy that comes to mind who who's kind of been an NBA you know, Twitter sphere darling of late is is uh, mm-hmm. Robert Covington of the Philadelphia 76ers just signed a massive sixty two million dollar deal. Not as massive as actually as I think he's worth, but that's a kind of a different podcast discussion. How much is this guy? Worth? <laughs> yeah. Um, but a- a- anyhow, the point being is, is this is a guy who can contribute in the peripherals. Um, and so, you know, me, you may not have, um, like, a, a pull up his stat line right now for tonight, playing Washington at home. He's only got nine points on the night, but he's got 10, 10 rebounds, two steals, uh, and an assist. And so he creates a lot of value for you in the peripheral categories. And peripherals are really what actually create a ceiling for a lot of these players. Um, you know, ba- the baseline, the core of what you're going to do is, is get the scoring. That's what just drives all of your your fantasy production just just straight buckets but mm-hmm. the peripherals are what's going to create the ceiling so you want to find a guy who can contribute in the blocks and the steals he's going to get rebounds he's going to find his way to get assists that kind of thing so a guy like Robert Covington is always interesting to me um you know a, a, a value play that people have been focusing a lot on is is veteran like Taj Gibson who has been playing a ton of minutes for Tom Thibodeau in the front court in Minnesota um, very consistent rebounder on a nightly basis. So even if he's not scoring, you feel comfortable knowing that he's going to contribute maybe 10 rebounds on a nightly basis, grab a block or a steal in there. Um, so he's a consistent floor kind of guy. 
And, you know, you start to get in a rhythm with these types of players. And the interesting thing is, Dave, on a night-to-night basis, their prices go up based on performance. So you start to get to a point where you say, geez, you know, this is too much. This guy had a huge game last night. His price has gone up. I can't pay that price for this guy. He doesn't – I mean, this is not a consistent performance. He, you know, he scored – 40 points last night. Um, that's just not going to happen again. So that that's important to, to, to pay attention to. And as you watch prices fluctuate, that's a huge part of the, huge part of the game. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, aspect to it that, you know, is somewhat involved in, in NFL, but you have that weak layover. It's a lot easier to digest that. And, you know, there's not going to be rapid fluctuations like it sounds like there might be. So what are some mistakes that beginners might make that could be avoided by checking out your articles and listening to what you have to say? Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes is, is actually if you're playing cash games is, is, is an NBA, you actually do, you kind of want to, I think, you know, in MLB and NFL, you have an event driven sport, right? Touchdowns and home runs mm-hmm. dictate the entire slate. Uh, you're chasing those things. You want the highest opportunity that you have for home runs or strikeouts or, um, or, 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 or touchdowns, right? And in NBA, you have a very kind of linear scoring system. Like, things that are supposed to happen, happen. Guys are supposed to get 30 minutes because they're healthy and they're in a relatively tight matchup. They're going to get 30 minutes. So in a lot of cases, you really do want to kind of ride the chalk. Um, you want to rise and fall with the rest of the crowd um, because chalk is chalk for a reason. And in NBA DFS, you have a lot of sharp players. And if they're on somebody... It's because his price is good, his matchup is good. There's a situation where sharp players are, are um, you know, interested in a player for a reason. And so I think in a lot of cases we try to, you know, get creative. Um, it, it, and as, as wonderful as it is to be creative and try to make decisions um, based on, you know, your favorite players or what you think, you know, who you think is a good player in real life, I would say <laughs> – Go, go with the chalk, go with, go with sharks, ride the wave with everybody, and then try to differentiate in one or two lineup spots. Um, that's, that's really a way that you're going to give yourself uh, the highest opportunity to, to regularly cash. And, um, you know, don't be cute. I mean, we, we, in NBA DFS, you, you can eat the chalk and be successful on a regular basis. That is exciting to hear. So I think the moral of the story is, this sounds like a really exciting game to get into. Uh, we have a bunch of smart writers like Sean at the site that uh, you can go and check out their work. I'm hoping to bring on some more of them um, in the coming weeks so that we can continue to learn uh, about NBA DFS and what Rotoviz can offer you. Uh, and Sean, do you have any other projects we can expect from you at Rotoviz moving forward? I know you do some other things, so you know if you can. Touch upon those for us too, so yeah. people can know where they can find you. That'd be awesome. No, I mean, so so just just as an NBA contributor, you can see my stuff on Sundays, Sunday and Monday. The Sundays slate, I know, isn't really a big deal for um, while football season is going on, but you know, it's kind of a nice <laughs> day to maybe get your feet wet um, on a on a regular basis. So you check out the article for the Sunday plays of the day, and then the Monday slates um, slate strategy. That's a big column. Um, so that, that one, um, that, well, that's a big slate, excuse me, usually a big slate day, scheduled day for the NBA. They try to bounce back right after the NFL, um, and have multiple games there. So look for that Monday column. As far as just what I do regularly, I'm the host of my own, um, DFS podcast. So that's called Lineup Logic DFS. We break down, 
uh, NBA slates, the big NBA slates on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every single week. And on Tuesday and Thursday, I do my NFL breakdown. So um, if you're interested in the pod, you can check it out. Uh, just search it in your iTunes or whatever your podcatcher. It's just called Lineup Logic DFS. And, um, you know, a lot of the things that I talk about in my articles at RotoViz, uh, I'm talking about on the podcast too. So there's a lot of crossover there. Yeah. And, you know, Sean and I actually had not talked before tonight, but after this conversation, I'm definitely going to have to add his podcast to my rotation and uh, start paying more attention to these NBA articles as we transition out of football season. Although uh, for a lot of us, uh, NFL season never really ends, (laughs) but um, hopefully, hopefully I can sneak some of that in. So, hey, thanks again for coming on and uh, we'll hopefully get you back uh, on sometime in the future. Absolutely. I appreciate it, David. This was uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I really like this, this, this work that you're doing with the spotlight. Um, This is, this is a cool project. Thanks, man. I, I, I appreciate that. I've had a lot of fun so far, so I hope that everybody out there is enjoying it. And that's going to do it for today's edition of the Rotoviz Highlight Reel, brought to you by Draft. I'm Dave Cabin. Find me on Twitter at DaveCabinFF. My guest was Rotoviz.com writer Sean Kane at Hey Mr. Kane. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Rotoviz Highlight Reel. You can find us along with the rest of the shows under Rotoviz Radio. We have an individual feed just for the show. Search Rotoviz Fantasy Football Show on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Rate and review. Contact us via email, rotovizradio at gmail.com, and follow us on Twitter at Rotoviz Radio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Rotoviz at a 30% discount through the Rotoviz homepage, rotovizcom forward slash podcast. Let's consider the secret life of the innermost nesting doll. Living most of her life in the dark inside the other nesting dolls, she has plenty of time to think, if she could. Sadly, she has no brain. However, when an innermost nesting doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also has been providing great service for over 75 years, she thinks it's obvious you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Pity the innermost nesting doll and her lot in life. Geico presents oh, yet another voicemail from your roommate. Hi! So, about the kitchen. Turns out, when there's a grease fire, you're not supposed to throw water on it. <laughs> Who would have known, right? Anyways, the fire department is here, and it's totally cool. Give me a call back when you get a chance. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected, like if danger is your roommate's middle name. Visit geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.